And before we get started with this podcast episode, I want to thank our sponsor, Jobber. They're hosting a free online event on March 1st called Jobber Summit. They're going to have over 25 expert speakers talking about growing a business, one of which is being Alex Rodriguez. And of course, you want to listen to him. I actually went to their event last year as well online, and it was fantastic. They're going to have two sessions, one in the morning, one in the evening, and it's 100% free. So if you want to attend, click the link in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube, check the description box to register for free. It's on March 1st. So now let's get started with this episode. And welcome back to another podcast episode where we talk about growing and starting and everything detailing business related. Today, I have another guest on the show, Mr. Caesar. Hello. From Symphony Advertising, another recurring guest now. Uh, so today's going to be a, 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 a rich-filled content uh, podcast episode with things regarding answering the phone, picking up the phone, talking to customers, talking to clients, and the do's and don'ts you shouldn't do, some mistakes that we see across the board, whether it's with detailers, whether it's with clients across many different industries, and just give you more insight into like how you should be picking up the phone call because that's a pretty big deal. Um, if you've listened to other podcast episodes that we've had, we always talk about how it's never just one thing that grows your business and you can have the best lead generation, you can have the best marketing, the best, you can spend $1,000 a, a month on ads, but if you pick up that phone call and drop the ball on the first word, all that goes out the window. So to kick off the the, call, the episode here, we'll start with Caesar. So Caesar has a uh, marketing advertising agency. Now, kind of break down what you do with like the, how are you, so he, you, you listen to a lot of calls. Sometimes. Sometimes you listen to a lot of calls yeah. from customers, right? So just kind of break down okay, what cool. you do for your customer, your client, and then how do you get to the phone call part? Cool. So we run advertising campaigns, just SEO and ads, Google ads. And part of that process, once they come aboard and if they want the tracking, <clears throat> we're able to do call tracking. So what happens is if somebody clicks an ad or if somebody clicks organically, the it's called dynamic swapping the website will change the actual phone number to a forwarding phone number like it'll inject it once it comes from that click and so that tracking number will record the call the length when it came in what time it was picked up it will give us all the details about the call which is amazing because we can listen to it and say see what happened uh and to your point that is where we see a lot of hey I'm not getting any leads. Okay, let me see these 10 calls that happened last month. Hey, five of them weren't picked up. Hey, uh, three of them, you know, they went to voicemail. And then two of them, hey, they could have been better. Uh, And some are fine. But that is where we hear, like, bad customer service. Um, and, And it's cool, too, because not only is it smaller companies where it's like a single operator, where I've heard, like, you know, you should probably not just say hello, right? Like yeah, there's that. Yeah. But I've also heard it in bigger companies uh, like multi-location uh, across different states. And you could just tell the people picking up the phone don't care. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like, hello. And, I, but there, this is like a, literally a corporate company yeah. where they're just transferring the people back. Mm-hmm. And, over. and the call started with like, hey, this is the eighth time I'm being trans- mm-hmm. transferred yeah. over. I just need somebody to come look at this property for this reason yeah yeah. and so yeah it's everywhere yeah and yeah big or small yeah and to the thing you just said is like people can hear your attitude right when you pick up the phone like that's that's what i've been taught like people can hear attitude you know when when you pick up the call and you're just like hello boom you're 
uninterested, not enthusiastic, like this person doesn't care versus a hello. You know, it's like it's a completely different vibe of, yeah. of, of what transfers through the phone call. And you can even you can even assume where the the call is going to go, because like in the corporate one that gets a lot, a lot of calls across different states, like you can hear somebody pick up the phone and they already assume what that person's going to say. So they don't really listen. Let's say like it's a detailing service and every single day they get calls for a specific kind of detailing service. Mm-hmm. The person who picks mm. up the phone isn't listening. They're just like, okay, what time? Okay, mm, yeah, where, right, where is right, it at? Right, What's right. the problem? Okay, you're going to go this way. Like they don't value that person's yeah, right. what they have to say. They're Going just like, what like, is it? That, that's their, I want to move on. That's their 50th time, but that's that customer's first yes. time, which is like, you should, like yeah. anytime you pick up the call, it's like you reset everything. It's like, okay, this is the first person calling me exactly. for the first time. He does. They don't know nothing about me. So this, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, and they, have a, they have a real problem. Like they, this company, uh, they do like grit, like restaurant grit cleaning. Mm-hmm. It's like something to do with the oils and they have to clean it every couple months. And they'll call and they'll be like, you, you're not allowed to operate without getting that cleaned ever so often or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really important. Like, you can't cook food mm-hmm. if it's backed up and dirty. Mm-hmm. And so they'll call and be like, hey, I, I really need help. <laughs> like, I, I can't run my business if yeah, I don't have these things clean, in which the, I already have a contract with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even it's so not much e- that are new Yeah, customers. yeah, it's like, can I get on the schedule, please? It's like, yeah. I've been with you for two years. Yeah, like, yeah. Why yeah. isn't any... And then you'll even hear like, hey, you know, you guys are supposed to come out every two months. That's what we signed up for. Yeah. I haven't Where seen you guys had, all yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a lot that yeah, you can yeah, uncover yeah. By, by being able to track. And like, yeah, cars. like if you, if you guys listen to this podcast episode, we, we always say like it, it, like big or small, like these little things happen across everywhere, every industry mm-hmm. at every level, no matter what, how much you're making, like this thing happens. We're like going back to separating yourself. Like if, if there's a, a, a landscape business, right? And it's like everything is the same, like like mirroring each other, right? Like one for one, it's a carbon copy of each other. But one business doesn't answer the phone. Uh, like it takes the customer twice to call. If they leave a voicemail, they don't get a call back. Versus the other business that picks up on the first ring, that is greeted with a happy, uh, enthusiastic oh, yeah. uh, 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 reception or, or 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 customer service rep that is like proactively listening on that call, those are two completely different businesses. Yeah. And what one can charge for one is completely different than what, than what the other person can charge. And that's what I go back to of like, bro, it's, not, it's never just about what you're doing. It's not just about the detailing. Like, So going back to that point, we can go back to the marketing part. So to paint a, a bigger, a more uh, colorful picture is that like, if you are spending money, and it, like at this point, the marketing is irrelevant, right? Because like, sure, you can spend money on or Meta, Facebook Meta, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Google, you can do SEO, organic, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. But all that literally stops, like hits a wall Yeah. if you don't pick up that phone call correctly. If you have that tone of like, ah, this person seems kind of like shady or like that person didn't look like, like he cared. Like even yesterday, I went to go buy um, uh, a, a tree holder thing for the Christmas tree. You got to get, you got to hold it up, right? Um, and I, I walked up to the Home Depot, uh, you know, person just walking by. And I asked him a question. Uh, I was like, hey, do you guys have this in stock? And I showed him a photo of it. And he's like, oh, I'm really not sure. But you could tell, like, he was, like, carelessly, like, he was walking on his phone. He's like, oh, I'm really not sure. And I was like, okay. He's like, all right. I was like, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't, like, you know, make a rip. But I was like, in my head, I was like, bro. I'm not even, like, with that, I'm not even going to bother trying to, like, talk to you. Because it's like, yeah. clearly, you're not interested in what I had, what I, what I wanted to know. Like, he literally just said, I'm not sure. Just kept on walking. I was like, bro. <laughs> 
what the heck is this, you know? But I'm saying that is how people run their business and they don't know that they're doing that. And they're like, well, why aren't we getting new customers? Why, why, why aren't we getting more, more, more people booking in? It's like, bro, the way you answer the phone call yeah. is trash. And, and I've actually seen is like you, you, if you're really good at picking up the phone and being available and uh, doing a good job, like just answering people's questions, like you should actually be able to get feedback from your own customers, like your own detailing customers, um, from my own marketing customers or whatever the business is. Like if you do a good job, because it's not common, it's not as common as you would want it to be. Like good service, mm-hmm. always picking mm-hmm. up the yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. If you just do that, you should see like with your own customers, like, you know what I like about you guys? Mm-hmm. You guys always yeah. pick up the c- yeah. phone when we call. And if you don't pick up, you send us a text and yeah. you say you call us back. And just that level of service because, you know, maybe maybe there's other companies that, A, they're just not nice, or B, they're so busy that, well, they don't have time for everybody. Um, I mean, that separates you. And if you want to stand out, that's one way of doing it, especially if, you don't, if you're not, again, if you don't have a line out your door with people trying to buy your product or service, should probably do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, no and reason it, not to. Yeah, and, and and that ties into the into the what, what am I was talking about of like the customer experience part of like you know like the thing I always tell Lex and anyone that works with us is like the customer should never question what the next step is in the process, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That should like they should never be like, so what's happening next, right? So and it's like in this I think we're like if you're running a business, which is everyone is here for the most part, it's like you already know the next step, right? Like right. there is no question of what's next, right? If someone calls us. They want information about services, right? If we know that they want a wash and wax and full interior cleaning, okay, we've already gone through this conversation a thousand times. We should already know the questions to ask for, right? If it's mobile, we already know what criteria we need as far as like your, your name, address, phone number, whatever, to get to your ad- to get to your location. If you're coming to us to the shop, we know what we need. We need you to we need to send you our our, our, our shop location. We need to make sure that we, we can whatever whatever, right? And it's like you've gone through that process a thousand times already. So why like and again, that could be, well, you know, just like you just don't know what to do, right? But that kind of goes to like that people are completely missing this portion of the business. Um, but it's like there should never be a time where the customer's like, "What's next?" Right? So for us detailers, it's always gonna be like, "Okay, they want to they want to know the price, they want to know your availability, they want to know how long it takes, they want to know the price, they want to know when to pay, they want to know." I um, mean, it's like these things are all, should always be addressed, so the customer knows what time we're gonna get there. Um, how long is going to take? When they pay, they're going to know how much they pay. They're going to know what to expect. Like, like they know the whole whole thing. Um, so, kind of give a few examples, um, if you can, of like some obvious blatant like, don't do that. When you when you like some of the ones that when you listen to the phone calls from your clients and you're like, yeah, it's so almost like like oh one, no. One of the obvious ones is is a newer business that they're not they haven't ran ads before. You know, they don't really know what to expect, um, and when you run ads, you can run them 24-7. So you can run them Monday through Sunday, 24 hours a day. We don't recommend that. We actually recommend doing like 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Because anyone calling, you know, out of those hours are probably weirdos. Um, and But if you're new, you want the the best probability of getting a call. So you, you should be wanting to, you'll pick up the phone a little later because the other companies aren't doing it. Like mm-hmm. we're just trying to find ways to weasel our way in, right? Um and usually what happens is these these new companies advertising they're not they're not used to getting calls and so mm. they're not prepared mm. ever mm. <laughs> and even when they don't pick up the phone <laughs> it rings and they're like what uh, yeah yeah and so so and you know you're going <laughs> to hopefully it happens once or twice and then you fix it i mean as a marketing company that's what we help with like hey 
I mean, that's not even really our job, but yeah, it's nice. One hundred percent, not your job. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But you know, I guess it's 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 helpful no matter what. Um, you know, it, it, they don't have a, a hot. You, they answer the phone like, "Hello, hey," and they don't mention that what company they yeah. are. They don't say, "How can we help you?" Um, their voicemail. This is the funniest one. It's like the voicemail will literally say like, "Hey, thanks for calling me. I'll call you back." And like, it doesn't give you any context <laughs> yeah, yeah. of who it is, what you do, and from a validation level. Like, it's like, who did I just call? Yeah, I didn't yeah. call a company. I called some guy. Yeah, and you don't yeah. want that. So it's 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 mainly just people not being prepared for those phone calls, uh, and how to a how to pick up the phone. B, what is the process? Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. when you know the process, it's easy because generally everything's gonna be around yeah. the same process. And then um, three is like, what do you do when you don't pick up? Like, do you have a process to call them back? What is your voicemail? Um, and I would say those are the the biggest things with a newer company. Yeah, because the way the way that's advertising, they may have been around, but yeah, the way I look at it is like you're always either you're always either moving towards they're gonna book with you or they're moving away from I'm not gonna call this person again, right? It's like which way do you want the puck to move the the buck puck puck the puck to move, right? Um, so with that one of like answering the call and doing all that stuff, it's like even on the voicemail with us. Our voicemail says, "Hey, thank you for calling for such and such. And such. Um, sorry, we couldn't pick, sorry we couldn't pick up the call. Um, we're probably out there working. We, I think I think there's like a funny little like <laughs> joke somewhere, and then we says, uh, um, please leave your name, number. Please, uh, I forget the exact voicemail because I don't listen to it that often. Uh, please, please uh, leave your name, uh, vehicle info, and what you're looking to get. Um, or you can give us a text as yeah. this is our mobile number. Like that is those, is those three things." Um, and sure enough, customers will or people will, will send us a text message after they leave a voicemail because they know that's another form of, of correspondence with us. So it's like, yeah, like even the voicemail part, it's like, yeah. are, is your voicemail updated to say to, to have a call to action? And they're saying, hey, sorry, Mr. Call. I'm probably working right now. But if you want to give me a text, we can we can start talking right there. Yeah. You don't want to leave anyone hanging. Like you don't want to you don't want the customer potential customer thinking like, what do I do now? Like I called them. I don't know what to expect next. You want to be like, oh, okay, I sent them a text. I can expect one back. Oh, I left a voicemail yeah. because they told me what info they needed. I could expect something back. And then even just saying like, we'll get back to you in the next 24 hours. Yeah. We'll get back to you in the next 48 hours. You know, if it's a longer lead time, then fine. Say it. We'll get back to you next week yeah. or whatever it is. And and, and also uh, to the point that I said of like, um, they should, ne- they should always know the next step. That also means like if something does, if something goes not according to plan, right? Let's say, you're jammed up in traffic. You said you're going to be there at 9. Map says it's going to be 9.17 now. If it's like 8.45, right, you don't wait till like 9. They'd be like, hey, customer, 9.17 now. Right? As soon as you know you're going to be late, you text the customer again and say, hey, got stuck in traffic. We should be there at 9.17. Sorry for the delay. Right? Like yeah. Even things of that nature. So um, another thing that I tell Lex is that like we should be the easiest to do task to complete for the day. Like of all the things that the customer has going on, oh, I see. drop off kids, pick up kids, go to the groceries, go to the doctor appointment, um, go to some, you know, whatever event for that whole day, they should look at their list and be like, okay, boom, detail done. Right. There should be no up, down, no nothing, no mo- nothing. It should just be like, oh, it's done. Drop car off. Yeah, boom. That's it. That's it. That, pick that, up car. That's, that's to, the, to, the, to the first degree of what the customer should do. Look at the list and be like, okay. And move on. Um... So yeah, that's like like so going back to the marketing thing is because like it's never just one thing, right? It is never just like oh, well, 
you know, well, I want to go from, you know, 400 bucks to, you know, 700 bucks in ads. It's like, which is great. But if you are missing the underlying thing of talk, so now there's, and depending on like for detailers, I don't really call it sales because like, you're not there like heavily right. overcoming objections. That's why I love services. Like, of like, it, it, like you're you're almost more of an order taker, right? Sure, there's like a little bit of like communication, but it, it's like it's more so like just a conversation. It's not like cold calling yeah. a corporate you know entity to saying, hey, do you want to sign yeah. up for the software? A fresh, innovative idea. That yeah, you like like in. you're not doing that. You're just an order taker. So that's why I never really call it sales. I always say like communication. Um, but that being said, though, like it comes down to your communication. Like, can you effectively, properly, etiquettely? you know, communicate your value and what you do. Like, like Lex never sells. I ne- We don't sell. We don't sit there and say, you know, sir, let me ask you a question. You know, if not today or tomorrow, or it, whether you spend 500 bucks today or 500 bucks 30 days, you're still spending $500. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and sign right here. Like, it, that's, that's none of that. You know, there's no right. pressure. There's no, they just, they, they'll probably have a question. We answer a little this, 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 that. But um, it's no actual real sales, so to speak. But it's still very important, important to learn how to communicate. So, um, with you, like, cause with your agency, you don't really offer like, and not that you are a salesperson either, but it's like, you're there listening to the calls. Like what, what do you, what's like some, some typical, do you, like, when you do give advice, like what's like some, like, cause that's not your, you're like, right. not, you know, like that's, that's not something that, that you're in charge of hundred percent, but when you're there, like what's some easy tips that you give them of like, I mean, honestly, it's, it's awesome. It's just the show up part. Like, Hey, and it's usually just to defend what, why they're paying us. It, that's usually why we listen to them because, okay, hey, we're paying you whatever, 500 bucks a month. We want to know, we want to know why it's not working. Okay, well, let me validate that it's not working. I look at the ads. Okay, conversion rate good. Look at the calls. Okay, you had 20 calls. Listen to the calls. Okay, this is the issue. So then it's, it's a weird spot because it's like, well, it's not my fault. You know, it's not our problem that you guys can't yeah. take the lead and, and carry it with you. Uh, but it's still... You know, you want to take responsibility for it. I forgot the question. Uh, like, what were just like some easy tips that you give them? Oh, okay, yeah. It's just showing up. It's just being prepared. Um, being prepared, knowing your pricing, knowing your process. Okay, but how about this? How about how about like when you listen to them and like every person that, that answers the call, you're just like, yeah, this is like when when you know it's like it's just like the whole like do you still give them like do you, do you try to give them no, advice okay, or, so or I, like I can break that down a little bit more. So like, I actually like smaller business, not smaller but like smaller teams because usually the team, that kind of team will care. Like they'll pick up and they'll be delighted and excited. Like new lead from Mm -hmm. ads. We're paying money for this. We need to close it. Yeah. And then when you go to like the corporate level stuff, it's like, it's some person that doesn't really want to do it. Like there's nothing I could tell that person. Yeah. That's not, that's not a, that's almost like a, you know, I could, you got to give them a pep talk to care. Yeah. And like, we're definitely not doing that part. Uh, but the people who are, who are kind of just nervous or afraid or like they don't really know how to handle it. Uh, that's where you can say, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's really it's really forward. Like you're saying, it's like pick up the call, find out what their problem is, offer the solution and try to book them in. Whether it's a consultation, whether if it's a service, yeah. whether it's a uh, whatever you call it, where you inspect oh, the vehicle. Yeah, we call it TSA. Yeah, yeah. The TSA, it's it's. You know, it's just being confident and and I don't think people have that problem. It's just at first, from my experience, from what I hear, at first is people just kind of freak out like, oh, my God, someone's actually calling me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's usually and I think it's just because people aren't usually like if, if you're in a business that you haven't run ads, most of the time it's like, oh, uh, you know, Oscar Gill referred me to you. 
and and those are really easy. You don't yeah, have to. Yeah, you yeah, can just yeah. be like it's it's a it's considered a sell almost. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. So th- I would say that's it. It's never really anything big. The big ones are like organizationally. You need to you need to tell your 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 phone de- your desk your phone desk people to pick it up a notch. They're yeah. all they're all they're all performing bad. Yeah. One more thing I'll say though too, and whether it's small or big, what a lot of companies do these days is they'll outsource their their phone stuff to uh what are they called? It's, oh, it's not a call center, but it's like a a front desk reception. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's after hours, or it's if somebody doesn't want to deal with the phone. They'll pay whatever, yeah, like yeah, 150 yeah. bucks. And all that company does is they'll pick up the phone and they'll say, hey, uh, who is this? Or, hey, they'll do a little a yeah, decent yeah, yeah. job. Oh, hi. Who are you calling with? What is your company? And are you current or existing company, uh, customer? And what kind of service would you like? Okay, a salesperson will call you back. Yeah. Or a customer rep will call you back or whatever like that. And honestly, dude, I personally, I don't care if I had like 100,000 customers like Personally, I would not outsource that process just to save a couple minutes. Like, I would rather have somebody that I can say, like, look, this is how it works. Yeah. Because the other one is round robin. If you outsource that stuff, it's round robin. It's going to go to that guy, then that guy, then that guy. And and then they have to pretend, which is really lying in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I work for any time. Yeah, yeah, and they'll yeah. say, is anyone in the office? I'll have them call you back. Yeah, and yeah. they just put up like this. And then they'll ask like, "Oh, hey, I'll just have a quick question. You know, how does this pro- how does yeah, this service yeah, yeah. work? Oh, I'm just a, a front desk person. It may, I feel like it makes you sound like incompetent. Yeah, like yeah, you're, yeah. You're the people you hire don't know anything yeah. about your business or services, and I I personally wouldn't do that. Yeah, like, yeah. Hands down, it's cheap, but it, it again, it's a first impression. Yeah, it yeah. It yeah. makes you look bad, and then you call and they're like, "Hey, I talked to your your front desk person. They didn't know anything. Like, yeah, what are you gonna yeah, do? yeah. You're yeah, gonna go yeah. listen to the call and be like." You can't you can't fix that problem. Yeah, and that and that goes to another thing where like uh, depending on on what services or business that you are like, like a lot of people mix up uh, like a receptionist. At least for us, it, like uh, like for the service industry, to my knowledge, is a, it's called a customer service rep. So like a a receptionist, like like for detailers, for landscape, whatever. Like a receptionist, like is someone that simply like I don't know, like they just like intake information and just like keep it there where like whether it's a phone call an email it's like okay i received this and i read it understand it but like i'm not gonna proactively like take action on it to make that process move forward but a customer service rep a csr is more like a sales rep because like again like i don't don't consider myself a sales rep or lex is not a sales rep but we are like when we pick up the phone call and we're talking we're emailing that's like a csr a customer service rep um so for everyone that that's like, because the, the the first job, the, the first or second job that usually gives up is either you need another tech or you need someone manning the phone, right? So to those that are looking to like possibly hire someone, um, you got to think about it as a, as a CSR, as a customer service rep. You probably don't, you don't need a receptionist, uh, like a landscaping, uh, whatever, uh, even the HVAC contractor, whatever. They typically don't need a receptionist they need a, a, a csr because a csr well for like contract that's more like sales like you are going out there bidding and such so that that's a bit of a different take um but for us like we were looking to hire for that position for a bit a csr because it was either lex becomes like a csr and doesn't detail as much and we hire another detailer or we hire a csr so that lex can go in detail with someone else so that was been like a, like a little finicky part of what to how to do it but um 
we always kept Lex doing it. Cause it's, it's like going back to your point, like that is the most difficult part of like, it is the new, the most smallest nuanced question of like, you know, by the way, X, Y, Z. And it's like, you can have a whole like big old book of like, here's everything that we do. And it, it, it still won't cover that one little question. Yeah. And, and it's like that little interaction right there is, is what makes that customer be like, yeah. then it sounds too confident, you know, like, and, and to the point where you, you guys decided to keep Lex, that's, it's great for quality or like you can, you know, at least every time someone calls, they're getting the same person, the same, mm-hmm. the same, not spiel, but the same journey we can call it versus again, the, the virtual receptionist where like there's 80 people you might get and you don't know yeah. how they're going to answer who. And then, you know, they'll be like, it was a woman. It sounded yeah, like an older yeah, gentleman. Yeah. I sounded like a young guy, you know? And it's like, it just, you just like, yeah, they're cover ups so. because it, and it creates more of a disconnect because then another big part is like you have to rely on the data or the lack of data that that individual received and then send it over to like that actual rep. So like again, just little nuances that they might miss. And you know what they say? The person you know interested in services, they're like, "I just went over this. Yeah, I called yeah. already. Why do I have to do it again?" And it's like those small little details and that now you got to fix that. Now you got to be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry." Yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. Start the conversation with that. No thanks. So so yeah so 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 when you're able to control the whole pipeline of the customer journey, it's like you know whether it's like the same person or at least it's it's the same someone within your organization, it's like if they're well-trained, if they know what to do, they're going to put all the notes down in, in whatever CRM. They're going to make sure that everything's appointed. They're going to make sure that whether it's them or the other person, like like when um, like when it's a lecture I, and I, like either I have to deal with the customer or let's say like back then, um, I would reply to emails, like 100% of the emails and then Lex would take care of the phone calls. So that way we can kind of, you know, divvy up the, the workload of, as far as communications. So when I would book in a customer via email that Lex has no idea what to do, I would make sure in the notes, anything that I would use as like they mentioned anything specific or requested something specific, I would put that in the notes in Jabber and get 20% off your first six months using, uh, using the link down below. Um, that way when Lex gets there at the mobile job site, even though he's never talked to that individual, right, via email or anything, he knows, okay, like, boom, like, in the note, it's like, this person said this, they, they like, they, they, they said that they wanted, they had some scratch that they wanted to look at in the rear quarter panel, driver's side, they, you know, whatever, whatever, it's like, that way, there is no, right. there, there's no gap between what I said and what, what we communicated to what Lex is now doing in, in, in person. Um, so, yeah, again, it's just like, it's just, there's, there's so many facets to, like, make, like, and, and all this, just to book one person in, you know, like, it's all like, all this would be like, okay, one customer, boom, excellent, you know, so, Having the processes down is important. The systems down is important. The training down is like all this is like crucial. That's why it's good to have it all like to figure out the process because it shouldn't be that drastic. At some point after, you know, 100 reps, like you should understand like, oh, okay, it usually goes like this. That way you're not surprised. You know, you understand, okay, yeah. usually at this point the client would want this or would want to know that and so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, did you want to add anything else? That's it. Okay. Sounds good. Caesar, thank you for coming on. If you guys want to get a try jobber, get a free 14 day trial plus 20% off your first six months, you can click the link down below. We'll talk to you in the next one. Bye bye.